Welcome everyone, you are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. How's it going, Sizzlers? All good? What's the word on the street? On school holidays like me, not worrying about what you're going to teach next period? Oh man, it's good to have some time off work. I'm loving life. On tour with the band, just came back from uh, the first leg of uh, the tour up in Brisbane, the Gold Coast, and Kandanga. Uh, We played some awesome shows. The first was on Friday at Greaser Bar, and then we uh, where we played with Royal Artillery, who are on the podcast this week. Uh, The following night, we made the trek up to the Gold Coast and played at Moe's Desert Clubhouse. Um, Great vibe up there as well. And then we finished those run of shows um, at the Mitchell Creek Rock and Blues Festival. We played there last year. We got to play there again this year, and it was just as crazy. It was out of control. Um, This week, as I said earlier, I spoke with Matt and Zed from Royal Artillery just before their set at Greaser, um, where they uh, share a, a very close call involving the highway patrol and some questionable substances, which may or may not have landed them in a bit of mischief, but um, you'll have to keep listening to find out. Art of Turing is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Turing on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device. And uh, Android device. There is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on the Barbie Christmas special, and then once they're dropped off at daycare, throw on Art of Touring. Now let's take a moment for this week's sponsor. Episode 23 of Art of Touring is brought to you this week by Shenanigans. Are you looking for a good time, a good feed and a good beer? Do you like hanging out at a place with goofy shit all over the walls? Are you a fan of mozzarella sticks? Then come to Shenanigans, father's favourite place this side of Spurbury, Vermont. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. <clears throat> hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No! Oh. Oh. shenanigans, right? Put those away! Alright, guys, just so you know, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on the desktop, um, you can. Just Google Art of Turing and follow the links to Wooshka. Before I get into my conversation with the Royal Artillery, the lads have just released a live clip for their upcoming live EP. So here's a taste of their song, Shake Your Moneymaker. Tonight, we all shake it out. 
There we go. There's a little preview of Shake Your Money Maker by the Royal Artillery. Now, let's have a listen to my chat with the lads themselves. Welcome to the Art of Touring, everybody. I'm coming to you guys from Greaser Bar, Nightclub, Pub, whatever you want to call it, in good old Briz Vegas, and I'm sitting down with Zed and Matt from the Royal Artillery. How are we, gentlemen? Very well. Very well, mate. <laughs> Thanks for having us, man. Thank you very much for having us. No, no, you are most welcome. I, I, I brought the uh, you know the old Zoom H6 recorder out for uh, the podcast on the road. It's a good bit of kit you got there. I like man. that. Yeah, I think I want one. It is so cool, man. Yeah. Actually, we've, I've been looking at getting one of those for our, our shows, you know, recording live sound. And yeah, well, I haven't done that yet. I've only been doing the podcast on it. Mm. Um, and I think I'm – obviously, I, I could probably do a lot more with it, but um, – Yes, yeah, so, um, well, let's get stuck into it. Zed, where are you from? Mate, uh, I've been living in Brizzy since I was uh, a late teenager, but I grew up in North Queensland, in Bowen, mm-hmm. around Ellie Beachways. But I've been living in Brisbane ever since, or a couple of stints in Melbourne. Yeah, right. But yeah, I'd say Brisbane's my town, you know, this is where I call home now. So, yeah, right. Yeah. It's a good spot up here, actually. Like, I really back Brizzy. I think it's got a good balance between, like, the. I guess the music scene is just, it's well balanced, you know, there's like... There's good opportunities for, to make money playing music. There's like it's still part of the scene with like touring bands and international acts coming out here. So there's opportunities to get supports and whatnot. Yeah, right. So I really, I really like calling it like my home base. I suppose. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked on Brisbane. It goes good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And what about you, Matt? Where are you from, mate? Oh man, I've been everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I grew up in Sydney and moved to the sunny coast and yep. lived in Cairns, the Goldie. Spent some time in Byron, spent some time in Melbourne. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, sort of just like jump around the place. Okay, so all around the place. Yeah, man. Yeah, right. Transient. I found him in the Gypsy. sunny coast. That's where I, that's where I came across him. But. No, the internet. <laughs> yeah, how did you guys meet? That's a good question. Yeah, how did you guys uh, start playing music together? It's an interesting question. It's sort of like I sort of put a call out on Facebook. I was looking for a drummer. But at the same time, um, my mate Connor... In from Hobo Magic, the guitarist from Hobo Magic. Hobo Magic, sure. Yeah, good friends with Matt's bro. Yeah, they all live together. Yeah, so it's sort of like it's almost like a big family situation going on between Hobo and Royal Artillery. We got like that's how I met Matty. He just said I was looking for a drummer, and Connor's like, "Oh, this fellow's looking for you know." Yeah, I had a, I had a weird jam with Connor at Mum and Dad's house, and he was like, "Oh, you got to go to talk to Zed." <laughs> <laughs> These okay. kind of grooves, I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, it was good. fantastic. I think he played a gig with you that same night. Yeah. Oh. At the Northern in Byron. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. another time, yeah. And so how With long have um, the, the Royal Artillery been going for? Mate, it's, uh, it's been a while now. Um, it's like a fine wine sort of maturing into... Zed's had the Royal Artillery for 10 years? Or? Yeah, I started. I literally started oh, wow. the band when I was 19. Um, I was living in Melbourne with Dallas Frasco. Yes. Um, a friend of mine. And... Uh, yeah, there's a there's a venue called the Art House. Yeah, man, the and Art it, House. It's, it's, the venue's actually the Royal Artillery, and I named my band after that pub. So, oh wow, and, and yeah, and dude, like I was playing a gig. We were playing down there at the Last Chance or Public Bar last year. We had yeah. a gig there, and um, and some dude turned up. He's like, "Are you the Royal Artillery?" And we're like, "Yeah, man, we're the Royal Artillery." And he's like. 
pulled up his sleeve and he had the fucking pub tattooed on his arm, man. Oh, like, my whole thing around his fucking arm. Like, yeah, that is commitment, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. The so old cool. art house, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember playing there in the early noughties with yeah. my first band. Were you, was it heavy? Were you doing heavy stuff? We or? weren't doing heavy stuff. We were just basically just like a rock band. Yep. But they still allowed us in the venue, which is very sweet of them. Uh, but we did have a shredder on the guitar at the time. Oh, no way. So it certainly, you know, it worked. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it was really... It, yeah. They got crushed, man, with... um, Like, I think licensing came in and said... They went from being like a... 250, 300 room or something to like, they could have literally only put 80 people in there for a gig. Is that right? And so it just shut them down essentially. Like they couldn't, that, the, I spoke to the guy who was running, I bought a shirt and he's like, yeah, we haven't, we're still going, but we haven't really had gigs here for a while. I mean, that was like yeah. the last couple of years. It was like that before they turned it into the last jar or something, the jam jar now. I think that's what it's called now. Yeah, yeah. it's like a restaurant, I think. Yeah. It's crazy, man. <laughs> but you know, we still got the Bendigo there, sick. You know, like it's kind of the new, they, yeah, they, they are doing a bit of heavy stuff at the Bendigo. Yeah, in, but they put you up as well. Like it's like a almost like they put the bands up when you come through. Oh, is up. that right? Do yeah, they really? Good, yeah. Oh, no doubt. The Bendigo, tell you, it's like a little, little home away from home. Yeah, some people go to uh, Bali. We go to the Bendigo. <laughs> <laughs> Week <Fantastic>. off. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. actually, we did a show there um, not maybe about a month and a half ago, Sick. and I did a bunch of um, podcasts in the back, a very similar area to this actually, um, at the back of the Bendy, and um, yeah, it's it's really kind of it's filling a void that has been lost when you know we lost the art house and a lot of those other kind of venues um and it's getting a, a lot more of a, a vibe happening there now which is great yeah it's yeah. really cool they're bringing a lot of bands a lot of international um you know stoner rock acts are sort of mm. in there and whatnot they've got the rock and roll thing like melbourne's always had the rock and roll thing like yeah. pretty covered but it's it's cool like even within that it seems like there's tears or like you know layers yeah. to it there's like the I don't know. Just different, different. I think maybe the Bendigo's got a bit of a thing going on with. Maybe they got they're starting to carve out their own little niche again. Maybe. Yeah, I'm most not definitely, sure. man. Yeah. yeah. And so um, we're actually we're actually there next month. We're oh, playing, is that right? We're playing there with Hobo Magic on yeah, the yeah on the thirteenth, Friday, thirteenth of October. No, twelfth of October. Friday, twelfth of October. Twelfth of October. Should be a good one. Eleventh at the Vineyard. Twelfth. Yeah, at the Bendy. And then oh, we got the Vineyard. Yeah, down in St Kilda. Yeah. you guys will go great down. Have you played down there Seen before? It, been no, there, I never played it. Elwood. Never, never played yeah, it. Always really used to go there for a beer. Man, I love the Vineyard. Man, yeah. I, there used to be a, a gig they would put on um, on a Tuesday night. It was a pretty much kind of like an open mic, but co- not really because you would have to book it and you wouldn't get paid, but they would just give you whatever you wanted on the bar. Oh, yeah, and yeah. that was <laughs> good deal you know and they would have these really tall like European beers in bottles and you just order one of those <laughs> and just <laughs> sip it all night because obviously I had to drive home you know, yeah. when, you know two in the morning um, but oh man the vineyard what a great pub man such a great vibe cool spot and so you'll be there on the, on the 11th and then the 12th at the, the at the Bendy, yeah. Oh, far out, man. Well, yeah. If everyone wants to catch the Royal Artillery, they will be down in good old Melbourne town next month. Cannot wait. Um, so, yeah. Tell me about you guys and how you came to be um, musicians. So, uh, why the guitar for you, Zed? Was there a muso in your family or anything like that? Um, my my family was not like particularly musical my mum taught me a bit of theory on a piano like really basic stuff when i was a kid yeah. but she she's 
you know, she probably really can't sit down and play a song on a piano or anything, but she she had some lessons. But I don't know, it was weird. I always wanted to be a drummer. I really resonated with drums in music as a, right. as a kid. And it was, uh, you know, Nirvana was blowing my mind. I was like, you know, I was like 11 years old. Or, you know. But anyway, it was weird. Like, it was, I heard Hendrix at about 11 years of age, and that yeah. was... That was a bit of a turning point. It's a really w- weird, rare album, and I don't have it anymore, but I am still know exactly what was on the record. Sure. But it was all live recordings that I've never... Most of them... Some of them I found again, but a lot of them I haven't been able to track down, which yeah. is really bizarre. It's like... But it was just incredible. Like, I've actually... I found it really weird coming back to Hendrix at a later date and being like, oh, the studio album's sort of like kind of a bit... Not as crazy as the, the stuff I used to listen to, the live stuff, you know? But like, Yeah, it, he, it was, he yeah. used to go really loose, you know, live. Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally different artist, you know? Like, mm. you know, he's like, what he did on the studio and what he did live is two completely different things. And Yeah, and so that was yeah. the first kind of um, artist that you kind of gravitated towards and you thought, man, I, I want to play guitar. This yeah, exactly awesome. that. It was literally like, I just sort of had a passing thing with music. I liked music, probably preferred football. And then, yeah, I heard this record and I was like... Dad was right. He loved me listening to music and whatnot. So mm. I was, I was into, I was into, I was playing blues when I was like early teens. Man, I was playing like pretty, yeah. pretty wild blues. <laughs> I was yeah, been doing it. Yeah, but yeah, it's a weird thing. I just sort of like yeah. fell into it. I guess just got a bit of a knack for it, and family was supportive, and they just kept me going through it. You know, so that's really important, man. Mm. And what about you, Matt? How did you uh, get behind the kit? What's the backstory there, <laughs> mate? I haven't really been behind the kit for that long. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know, man. My music, like, it's always sort of been there in my life from, like, real early age at school. I was always in choirs and, like, music was sort of like a a thing that was definitely more my thing than sort of whatever else was going on at school. Sure. So I stuck to that. I mean, my nan used to take me to a lot of musical theatre and stuff when I was really young. Nice. Um, I sort of did a bit of that in high school or whatever. Yeah. I actually, like, learned to play guitar first. It was my first instrument. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I don't know, just like as the years progressed, I took a band down to Melbourne from the Sunshine Coast after we finished school and a drummer quit. Right. And so I sort of like tried to pick up the slack because I wanted to keep doing stuff. Yeah. So I sort of taught myself how to play. And then just the people that I met along the way always had, you know, real big mass sessions of like, you know, real long periods of jamming and stuff like that. So ah. that's sort of where I come from it. Like I've definitely been schooled a fair bit in the last couple of years playing with Zed, like yeah, it's been right. it's good when you get to play with a player that's you know quite sound in their knowledge. Yeah, no, when, especially shit. when you jump onto a different instrument that you haven't really played before. You know. Mm. So, but yeah, I love it, man. It's fucking. Like, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, crushing at the moment. Yeah. And so, um, have you guys got any um, stories from the road that you could <laughs> <laughs> share with our listeners that uh, oh. they could What's get a chuckle de- out on? <laughs> What's your demographic? <laughs> oh, look, I mean. <laughs> We, uh, we, I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, as long as you're not stitching anybody up, no. you know. We had that, uh, New South Wales Police. Yeah, we had that pretty good one coming back from, I think it was like somewhere around Tari. We played Port Macquarie. No, we were coming back from Katoomba to heading no, towards. after we saw Barbs. No, it was before. It was the night before Barbs. Oh. Yeah, we were on the way to Port Mac and, um, ah. and uh, we we're all about the, uh, oh, how do I say this? Herbal... Yeah, herbal remedies, remedies you know. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. And we are we, we're well equipped when we go on tour. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get caught out. So right, <laughs> we had the kettle brewing away in the middle of the glove like console here between the driver and the passenger seat. Sure. That's how we do things. And yeah. we're hurtling down the highway heading north at like 120k an hour. Ah, no one in front or behind for miles. And yeah, 
sort of in the right hand lane, come around a corner and the jacks were right there. And they were right there on the left and we're like, oh, this is no gonna be way. like a He's going to come after us and we sort of like watched the rear view mirror until he's just about out and the lights went on and he came and so oh. it's just this sort of Zed's like dismantle the kettle <laughs> <laughs> and so I've like thrown the cone piece in the back and like yes. ripped the stem out and chucked it under the seat and but then you like, left oh, you I've had, got, you I had, just had the this empty kettle <laughs> with just the billy water you know, <laughs> sure sure and I'm like, oh fuck! And he's can't, he's gaining on us, man. Like, <laughs> you can see in the back. time here. Yeah, shit's going bad. And I just, oh like, I, ch- I went to tip it out the window, but yeah. at the worst angle, like no engineering mind at all. <laughs> and the wind just caught the lip of it oh, and no. just blew all of the water back through the dash. We just got covered oh, in covered oh, in the water. Shit. Oh, no. So the car absolutely it stunk like stunk. you know the hundred billies that have been smoked. It's like the, the exact <laughs> opposite of what we were trying to do and he pulled us over yeah here we go and we're like this is it see see, bro (laughs) talk to you from behind a brick wall later tonight (laughs) but he didn't smell anything I don't know he stuck his head in the window and he's like you can't be in the right line you do know what you did wrong Do you know what you did? That's what he said. Do you know? Oh, 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 oh. things You drove in the right hand lane. I was like, come on, man. Give us a... All right, all right. Noted. (laughs) Stay in the left hand lane and less overtaking. But uh, but then on your way, you know, see you later, boys. Yeah. On your way. Didn't notice the... uh, The aroma coming from the We sat there and let him go and then reassembled... You know, for the stress relief, obviously. Oh, my God. It reminds me of that scene in Super Troopers. Have you seen the movie Super Troopers? Yeah, man. <laughs> the dude's just, like, scoffing down all of the, uh, the said uh, amoratic um, uh, said things. And, uh, yeah, oh, my God. There that was a is bit of fantastic. That, it? Yeah. yeah. It was a bit of fun. That was, dude. Fun. That was, one, of the, that was one of the stories. And uh, have you got any stories from the road that um, perhaps, or maybe not from the road, but maybe gigs-wise, that you look back on with fondness? You're like, oh man, that show we played down at this venue was awesome because the crowd was going off there. There's a lot of fond ones. We've we've had a pretty, since Matty's been in the band the last couple of years, we've had a lot of positive, really good experiences. Like yeah. We really feel like there's a good buzz happening for the band at the moment. Nice. And, um, but I, I don't know, for me personally... Um, Nick Oliveri. Nick Oliveri, yeah. It was like a uh, uh, mm. huge fan of Nick in the band, the Queens of Stone Age and Caius. Yes. And, um, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't Do know. Do you guys support those guys? He, uh, ca- he came out with our, our label, Beats Cartel. Um, he headlined Mojo, Mojo Burning, Burning Festival. Festival yeah. Right, I remember and now, yep. It yep. was actually kind of my idea. I was like, I was on tour with Christian and another band, Transal Diamond Sitting, and he's like, oh, I need to get a headliner for this. Yeah, this festival. I'm oh, like, so you play with Christian? Yeah, and his other band, Transville Diamonds. Yeah, and I play yeah, bass I and one, yeah. lead guitar in that as well. Oh, okay, cool. But um, but yeah, it was like it was interesting because um, yeah, it was just, it was such a cool thing. Mojo Burning was sort of like growing as a festival. It sold out last year with Wolf Mother, but the year before with Nick coming out, it was just for me. It was really cool because like yeah. you know, it's not every day you meet someone that's like been at the top and like done that yeah, from man. that level you know and like yeah. I'm so in- inspired by that guy you know like I've taken so much from it but mm. yeah just have the opportunity to like pl- you know get the guy up on stage and play a couple of Queen songs with him and just like what the oh, fuck you know dude. in front of our friends and family like fans you know it was, was wild pretty big experience for me I actually lost a really close mate that got me into Caius and Queens oh, a couple years ago and yeah. uh, I sort of it was a really yeah it was a bit of a moment for me man yeah it was pretty yeah. cool yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Zed, that's insane, dude. 
We, I have um, interviewed a couple of characters, and they've had similar stories where they've met their idols and they've got to mm. play with them and stuff like that. And, and whenever I hear that, I'm always just so chuffed for yeah. them, man, because it's like that's what you growing up as a muso you're like oh these guys are yeah. unreachable and then at some point in your career you actually get to play or meet them or whatever I even it's just amazing. to be standing there like he just was there man he's like having a smoke with him yeah. that's how we ran into him initially he's just a dude but just a dude he's actually one of the of all the people Something I've met in, for sure. in the industry that are dudes that are someone he's, yeah. he's actually and he's got a rep you know he's got a bad rep but he's actually a fucking legend he's yeah, such a nice a great guy. personable dude you can have a chat you'll talk to anyone and yep. there's a lot of people that do have that reputation and they're not cool you know they're mm. like kind of you know but you know whatever you know everyone's on their own trip you know yeah you never know when you meet someone what they're going to be like hey, yeah. in real life or in person or however you want to put it mm. yeah um well before we wind everything down because um it is a little bit of a short interview tonight but that's all right because we're on we're under the pump we under need to get pump, you boys eh? back on on stage <laughs> um just before you stop sweating right um i did want to ask you guys how can people get in contact with the royal artillery and is there like a, a current uh, release mobile number is <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys obviously got the facebook and the instagram and all that gear yeah facebook and instagram is the way to go we used to have a website it was trawetnurse.com yes <laughs> 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 Since defunct, okay. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot uh, more about us. We've got we've got a brand new EP coming out. It's a live EP that we did in our basement. Okay. Um, we're really stoked on it. We actually re-recorded this EP because we did it in a studio the year before and it sucked. So we're like, right, right. We're, co- we're really happy with it. Didn't it didn't suck, but we didn't. Yeah, like you know, sounded, we're, yeah. We're, happy, we're happy with what we've done. We've got a few live clips coming out and we're on cool. tour. So like, yeah, yeah. We're gonna one of those comes out on Monday and then we're on tour all through October. Mm. Nice. Um, Look us up. I think it fin- starts on the 6th of October, finish 16th of November. So that song will actually be available on Monday. Monday. Yeah, on Monday. Yeah. Okay, because that was yeah. my next question. Um, because usually at the beginning of the podcast, I do a little intro and then I'll actually play like maybe a 30 second or 45 second grab of the artist who's about to be interviewed. Yep. Cool. So if that's the song you'd like me to play, I'm, I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, yeah cool. We'll yeah. Send yeah. definitely we'll send that through send to you. Send it to me and yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll play that too. Matt, it's actually getting premiered by... Um, Pile rats on oh, Monday. Right. There'll be a clip and a song and a little premiere and then thing on Tuesday, to check out on the artillery as well. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Triple J will slide in with a bit of a. You, know. <laughs> you never know. Oh well, thank you so much for joining me in the uh, the basement here down at Greaser, Pleasure. Matt and Zed yeah. from the Royal Artillery. Thank you so much, man. and uh, we'll see you on the road, boys. Yeah. Mate, cheers, Good man. on you. Cheers. There you go, Sizzlers. Another episode of Art of Touring in the Bag. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, give the podcast a share, why don't you, on the social medias. Use that hashtag, Art of Touring Podcast, on Instagram, and give us a follow, at Art of Touring. Also, you can check out my band, Smokestack Rhino, who are featured in this song, in this song, in this podcast, every single week. Uh, our theme at the beginning of each podcast is a song called Screwdriver Girls, and you can check out the whole track on iTunes. You can follow the band on Instagram and Facebook and SoundCloud and Bandcamp and Twitter. Twitter and our very own website, www.smokestackrhino.com. 
To keep up to date with our gigs, though, give us a like on Facebook where all of our touring dates will be uploaded as soon as they come in. And that's right, we're on tour right now. So head on over there and come check us out at a show near you. If you'd like to get in contact with me, please email me directly at artoftouringpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you'd like to come on the show. You can do it. Just email me and you can be a guest. If you're a muso or a performer or a juggler or a fire-twirling artist, if if you're, you know, on the road doing stuff, then, you know, email me and you can be on the show. You can listen to Art of Turing on Wooshka and you can download it on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to give the podcast a rating with the podcast app on your phone and write a short review. And stick around next week for another episode. I release these bad boys every week for free. So get in on, get in on it and have a listen with old mate Sis Dog on the regular. All right, I'd love to have you as a regular listener. That's all for this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guests this week, Zed and Matt from the Royal Artillery. Head on over their Facebook and Instagram to see their upcoming dates. They've got a lot of dates coming up. They are on tour right now. Uh, they're even coming down to Melbourne to play the Vineyard on Thursday, October the 11th. So head on down if you're in Melbourne to catch these dudes live. Now let's get into some plugs. My band Smokestack Rhino are touring for the release of the song Candanga Bitter. We released the track last week. We are on tour right now. Uh, the next gig is this Thursday, the 27th of September at Frankie's Pizza by the Slice in Sydney. Then we'll be playing the Longview Farm Party on Saturday the 29th with Oz Rock legends The Choir Boys. I've got to sort out an inflatable mattress. I've got to buy a tent. I've got to bring a sleeping bag. It's going to be out of control. So, you know, stick around next week to hear all about that. You can download our new single right now on iTunes or stream it on Spotify. Candanga Bitter. Check it out. Do yourself a favor like Molly Meldrum and have a listen to that track. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with a Sith Dog. Oh, oh, oh. Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Shenanigans, where the goofy shit on the walls just adds to the atmosphere, baby. Yeah, two, check. Check. One, two. I cannot fucking hear jack shit. That's probably because this isn't turned on yet. There we go. Oh, my God. I have such a good radio voice. There we go. Now we can fucking hear something. It's pure, pure Cadbury chocolate. We are off to the races. Check one, two. Yeah, yeah, huh? One, two. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got uh, the lads from two bands, essentially. We have uh, the Sippy Downs and the Royal Artillery. Am I saying that right? That is it. That is it. And we've got Zed and Matt. That's it. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, we're, we're down here at Greaser. 
in in Bris Vegas. Now, is Bris Vegas a um, a term that gets used up here, or is that just something that people from Melbourne say? No, it definitely gets used up here. It does. Gets thrown around a bit. Um, sunny sunny coast people. Brisney Land. Brisney Land. Bri- <laughs> I've never heard that one. Brishole. Brishole. <laughs> Fantastic. Bristain. I don't know. Yeah, Bristain. There's a few of them. I like Bris Vegas. That's that's great. It's colourful. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so basically, I like to do a little bit of banter at the beginning just to check the, check, check the levels there, <laughs> and sometimes I put it at the, uh, the end of the podcast as a little bit of an Easter egg, yeah, sweet. For the, just to see if anyone's still listening. For those who hung around. That's right, <laughs> exactly, yeah. 